Well, lots of news from the education file. There's lots of talk, lots of debate about the schools and what is going to happen, what won't happen in the next month. Joining us now is Ontario Liberal leader Stephen Del Duca. He is here with us on 640 Toronto. Stephen, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me back on. You bet. Uh, it's the end of May. We've got roughly a month left in the official school year. Do you think that in-class learning should resume before the end of the school year? Listen, this is uh, something that I know parents right across Ontario, including my wife and I, whose daughters attend an elementary school here in York Region, are grappling with. What I said earlier today is that I think there's no better place for kids when moms and dads know that it's safe and healthy for them to be back in a school, physically learning in person from uh, the teachers and the rest of those who work in the system. But every part of Ontario has dealt with the COVID pandemic differently. Case counts, variants of concern. We know that all the way through vaccination rollout numbers. That's why today I said Doug Ford should enable the public health units we have right across this province, the 34 of them, to make this decision in conjunction with local school boards about the balance of this year. And if they think if, if combined those groups, public health leaders locally and the school boards believe that some schools can be open safely for the next four or five weeks, then I'm fine with that. And if they think they should remain closed, I'm fine with that, too. All right. So you like a regional approach. And if that's the case, should these public health units be empowered with the same set of data? Should they all be using the same uh, metrics to determine whether or not it is safe to return to in-class learning? Yeah, I think for sure using the same metrics makes a lot of sense. But let's not forget the individual public health leaders, be it Dr. Davila in the city of Toronto or Dr. Lowe in Peel Region, they would be the ones who have been dealing with this throughout, uh, understanding exactly what's happening locally. They know the data that they have at their disposal. I believe Dr. Lowe from Peel Region said earlier today he thinks kids should go back. That's the kind of opinion that I want to hear. I don't want politicians making this decision. I want those who have expertise on the school board side and the medical side to tell us what makes the most sense on a region by region basis. All right. What role should politicians such as yourself then be playing? I mean, are we doing enough? Uh, do, do we have enough planning going on right now for the next uh, few months, the uh, summer months to retrofit schools to make sure that they're uh, safe for perhaps a, a province wide return to in-class learning come the fall? Yeah, I'm really happy you asked that question, Jeff, because here's the other thing that I think is really important. We have four or five weeks to deal with for the balance of this school year, but just as importantly, probably even more importantly, there are just over three months until the school year is supposed to begin again in September of, of this year. And, uh, you know, I, I said this very clearly last summer. I, I presented an Ontario Liberal plan to safely reopen schools in September 2020. Small class sizes capped at 15, more funding for keeping the school safe, more custodians, better supports for school bus drivers, the whole long list of things that we talked about that Doug Ford did not do. I think that is one of the reasons parents have had so much anxiety and such such a lack of peace of mind over the last number of months because they, they don't they have not felt comfortable knowing that the system was safe, that their kids were safe. There's a chance to get this right now, but it, for Doug Ford to get it. And if I was premier today, this is what I'd be doing. I'd be talking to everybody who represents those who work on the front lines in education. I'd be talking to parents, and I'd say to my team, look, we've got three and a half months until school reopens. The goal needs to be kids back physically in schools. This notion of virtual learning, though I understand we had to do it, has not been a good experience for, I would say, almost every kid or parent across this province. It's been a really, really tough year. If the goal is to get kids back in safely come this September, what do we need to do? Ventilation, class sizes, vaccination prioritization. There's a whole list of things they should be looking at right now. My nervousness as a dad is that Doug Ford's going to wait until July or August 
and just presume that it's all going to fall into place. And that's a recipe for disaster. I want to ask you as well, Mr. Del Duca, I know that you recently held a, a town hall on education. And what was the most thoughtful or best idea you heard about the future of education and schooling and where we need to go in this province? So the, the most, so we actually have something coming up within our party for platform development tonight regarding education. But I, you know, the, the, the virtual town hall that we're doing, I will, I will tell you the last week I had the chance to meet virtually with about 45 or 50 women and men who work on the front lines of publicly funded education. And here's what they told me. Even when they don't agree amongst themselves, they are passionately wanting to play a helpful role. They are, they are hoping, they are begging, they are like strongly yearning for Doug Ford to enlist their help. So as a premier, Doug Ford should be picking up the phone right now and saying to those women and men, help me, guide me. You represent teachers, you represent caretakers, principals, school boards, trustees, moms and dads, uh, an organization called Fix Our Schools who want better ventilation in our schools, as they should. The fact that this group has not been meaningfully spoken with or consulted by this government is deeply, deeply distressing to me, again, as a parent. I, I'm not, I've never worked in a school. Doug Ford's never worked in a school. He should enlist those people who understand how to take policies from a high level and implement them at a grassroots level that will help our classrooms be safe and healthy come September. So far, he hasn't done it, but I hope he'll have a change of heart and do it. All right. As you get set to talk to uh, parents and uh, stakeholders, I know a lot of parents, at least some, are concerned about how the last two years has rolled out with a combination of in-class learning and virtual learning. A lot of it for a lot of students has been mostly a virtual. And there are some parents wondering whether or not their child should repeat the year or grade. Should parents, do you think, have a voice or a right to make that decision for their child? I think that's something we should take a really close look at. Jeff, I will tell you one of the things I heard loudly and clearly from the, I'll call them education partners that I met with last week, was that there's a whole bunch of data that should exist right now, a whole bunch of information based on the experience that we've all had over the past year about what's happened with virtual learning, the so-called hybrid model, all of this stuff, uh, how kids might have been held back, what the mental health challenges have been. The Ministry of Education and Doug Ford's team right now should be unpacking all of the data they can get their hands on to figure out what to do come September. Here, here's something I said last year. You know, um, we don't necessarily need kids to start on the exact same day, the first Tuesday after Labor Day. Maybe it's a staggered reopening like we did last year, but plan for that in advance. Maybe we look at some outdoor learning for the first couple of months, weather permitting. I called for that last year. I called for small class sizes last year. I believe we need that again. More mental health supports and supports financially for kids with special needs. Numbers that I think are probably going to be climbing based on the experience we've seen over the past 10, 12 months. That's why I'm saying. You can't wait till the end of July or August and just hope it's all going to work out. The planning should have already begun. I don't think it really has in a meaningful way, but there's never the wrong time to do the right thing. If Doug Ford was willing to pick up the phone like he should, like I'd be doing if I was premier today, he can figure out a way. And I'd be happy to help as an opposition leader. I'd love to help with this if he's willing to have my advice and guidance so we can get this right. Since we're talking about uh, reopening and reopening uh, schools, uh, just finally, I wanted to ask you about uh, reopening in general, generally uh, reopening the province. BC, as I'm sure you're aware, yesterday they yeah. announced their uh, reopening plan. They're looking at a return to normal by September. It's a four-tier plan. It's fairly detailed. 
Should the Ontario government be coming forward with something similar for us in this province to give us uh, a little hope, a little light at the end of the tunnel? Well, I, mean, I did see what British Columbia said yesterday. I, I, of course, I heard what Doug Ford said a number of days ago about the three-step plan or the three-stage plan he's unveiled here. Um, from what I've seen, the science table in Ontario has been largely supportive of what Doug Ford announced, and that gives me a, a great degree of comfort uh, and encouragement. I've been saying for months, get the pol- again, get the politicians out of the way, let the science table's advice, which we see transparently and openly be how we go forward with this. So I am, I am very cautiously optimistic that the, let's say, methodical way that uh, Ontario plans to proceed over the next couple of months is good news. But there are still a lot of questions I have around the school reopening supports for small business, what we're going to do to deal with the surgery backlog in our healthcare system, mental health challenges, and the list goes on from there. So when you're a premier and you're responsible for a, a province like ours, you've got to be able to chew gum and walk at the same time. That's why I'm urging Doug Ford to step up and show the leadership that we need. If he won't, let's get, out, get him out of the way and have women and men step forward who prepare to do it like myself and others. All right, Stephen Del Duca. Leader of the Ontario Liberal Party. Stephen, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you, Jeff. Take care. You as well.